Let's talk about restaurant partnerships. You know that you've heard stories, great stories, and some horror stories about restaurant partnerships. And today I'm gonna give you five very practical tips that you can take with, expand upon, and see if entering a restaurant business uh, through a partnership, if it's a good idea for you or not. And if so, how to think about all the many different things, again, I'm gonna cover five different tips, of course, many different things that you need to consider before entering this uh, fancy industry of ours. Today's episode was inspired by a question that we received on our website on makingdoshow.com, and you can uh, submit your questions as well. I'll be happy to cover it the best I can on this show. And the question comes from John. And John says that he moved to Hawaii in March due to all the COVID affairs. And then so he found a niche in their local market, which was about vegan yeast donuts and ended up being so popular, these vegan donuts, that he was approached by a couple. And this couple, they have a different set of skill sets than he does, of course. And it turns out that the husband is in the finances. He's very good at that part. And the wife is great at marketing. So currently they went over a financial analysis of what the potential cost and profits will be. And they're going to meet again, looking into a possible business plan and a letter of intent to give to the landlord. So he wanted to know what are the questions that he should be asking. He's very excited about this, of course, and wanted to start this partnership, but he's wondering, you know, are there things that he's not considered or, again, how to make this partnership a success? So first off, John, congratulations. Um, I, you know, turning lemons into a great lemonade, again, through this COVID time, finding an opportunity and trying to make the, you know, do the best you can with what you got, of course. So let's get into it. I'm going to give you five practical tips to start off and hopefully give you some questions that by answering those questions yourself, you will gain clarity as to what is best for you in your situation. When people give you advice, you need to always take it with a grain of salt because no one is in your shoes. So again, I'm trying to do my best here, give you some questions to ponder uh, and make the most of it. The first step that I have for you is to slow down and to get to know this couple. So you need to actually like each other. So here's what's going on in the restaurant, you know, this adventure that you guys are going to start. You're going to be spending a lot of time together, a lot of time together, weekends, late nights, when you're exhausted, when you are stressed, and you know, people kind of react differently to different things. So you first off, I would tell you that you need to spend a great amount of time, get to know one another, one another's strengths, one another's weaknesses, each other's families, because a partnership is, you know, is going to be beyond just this business adventure, right? You need to know each other's families as well. You need to like one another. It's going to be really hard to work with people if you don't like them. And you won't know if you like one another, if you don't spend good bit of time together about each other's pasts a little bit, you know, their challenges that each of you have been through and how you got uh, through that season. As part of slowing down and getting to know one another, you need to observe to see if you have the same values. People's set of values and mindsets is critical when it comes to making decisions. Later on, you're going to be making a lot of money-related decisions. So do you both, you and that couple, do you guys have the same values when it comes to money, when it comes to customer service, how to handle a budget? So um, values are a 
I don't know. I mean, it, it's something that you, for you to consider. It's, it, it is very important. One of the reasons my husband and I are able to maybe work the business and work through our conflicts when it comes to business, conflict in terms of disagreements. Now, you know what I'm saying? I think this is best. He thinks this is best. It could be for our family or it could be for the business, for our restaurants is the reason we're able to work through it is because we have the same set of values. The next tip I have for you within slowing down and getting to know one another is to know each other's personalities and how you handle conflict, how you handle anger, how you handle stress. The reason for that is because all of those scenarios when it comes to anger, stress, exhaustion, all of those are going to happen. How to be a resourceful when you don't have as much money in the beginning if it's not profitable off the bat and what have you. And you're going to learn and gather that information, not just asking them, how do you handle anger? But rather, again, when I was trying to tell you about slowing down and you look into people share stories of their lives and through different examples and scenarios, you're able to gather that. That's very similar when you conduct an interview and you ask the person who's interviewing like, hey, tell me about a time when you had to deal with this. Tell me about a time when you had to deal with that. Do you know what I mean? You failed or, you know, you had to handle a customer or that it was this or what have you. These are scenario based questions, but you need to, and you know, softly enter those questions as you get to know this couple again to gather intelligence, to know if you like one another, if you like working together, you like spending hours and hours together or not. Because no matter if you have a successful successful partnership here or not, if you guys don't get along and don't have the same set of values, it won't be sustainable long term. The next tip that I have for you is observing and viewing this partnership as what it is, which is a contract. It's a legal matter. You need to craft a contract between you and this couple, and it needs to be drafted by a third party lawyer, not their lawyer or not your lawyer, but a third party neutral person lawyer. And I understand it is hard to have these conversations, but know that if you have a hard time having those conversations now, first off, you don't know each other well enough. Second, it's going to be far harder to have these serious legal conversations later on. So I strongly recommend before you go deep into this partnership, you do the hard thing and have the right conversation, which is about the legal matter of this thing, because there is money involved. There are families, you know, many, many stories are families, siblings all got along until the mom and dad died and they have this will, or there is the inheritance to, to figure out again, there is money involved. So people react differently to money matters and you are going into this business venture together and there is money involved and you need to view it as a legal contract. What are they promising? What are you promising mutually? What are you guys promising one another? Crafted, written in legal jargon language thanks to a lawyer. And of course, the lawyer is going to go over the many different options as part of that legal thing. It's going to be the buyout options. Maybe moving forward, uh, a year or two into this adventure, you realize that this is not for you. You don't want to keep going or what have you. Maybe it's a, a personal thing that you are no longer interested in it. Or I, I hear that you have a little one. Maybe you realize that the hours that you need to put in are not sustainable or the couple realizes 
I don't know, making stuff up. They get pregnant, their priorities shift. They're not, you don't, they no longer want to do this. There needs to be a buyout options where they are able to buy out your section of the partnership, or you are able to buy out their thing of partnership. Those are all the conversations to have. Again, a lawyer would know all of those stuff. It's not really what I know. I do know that it's important to have those conversations now before you go deep into this partnership. Next tip is for you is to consider what if there is a possible divorce in terms of the business or even the couple for goodness sake. But I'm referring in light of the business. What if overall things do not work out? You have to consider the absolute worst case scenario that the business doesn't work out. It's not profitable. Uh, it, it you know, after a year or so, it all in all, it doesn't work out. How are you guys going to handle that scenario? In fact, you need to be thinking about many different worst case scenarios. Think about the future. And I know it's a little bit counter thing because you are excited about this venture and I don't blame you. But if you have a game plan for this worst case scenario, everything else is going to be good and dandy because you have a plan that you worked together and you communicated it to the other party. This tip I learned from uh, Patrick David from Ballutainment. He was saying whenever he is hiring a top executive or a manager, and we've used that, is that you want to have those conversations with the person you hire, which again, it applies to this partnership, is to say, listen, what if you, you know, in case of a manager, for instance, hey, what if you said that you can do X, Y, and Z, but you end up not doing it? What if I tell you this, 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 and whatever? What if all the worst case scenarios, conversations that you're going to be very uncomfortable having in the future, it's best to have that upfront and have them all, if I did not mention it, written. Things need to be written. It is the absolute worst. If you have things verbal, you want to do things professionally. Maybe y'all are looking into having 10 locations in the future. Have that same mindset now. Do things professionally, properly, documented, written, drafted by a third party lawyer investing in money in that because if you're looking and having maybe one or two or three locations or more you want to do things written by a lawyer up front did I hammer this enough because this is a very common problem in many partnerships they make promises they don't keep they said yeah I'll handle this I'll do that and obviously there are going to be issues coming up that you've not even considered yet and you don't know how those are going to be handled right but people make promises they don't keep right we all make promises we're going to go to the gym every single week we're going to keep a diet we don't keep okay we're all humans but if you cover the basis with a written document uh, hopefully you will be covered. Now, in the same line of things, I think it's incredibly critical for you to have clarity of roles and responsibilities. Again, all written down, not like, oh, I'll do this, you'll do that. I'll do. It needs to be written down, like a job description written down. So what are going to be the boundaries? What are going to be the times? Who's going to be working on what? It's not going to work if you're going to be running operations and be there day and night and not have a day off. And right, I've seen partnerships where they, they are like, oh, I ended up working many of the days. The other partner does not work as much or he works during the day and he doesn't want to be there at closing. So set those boundaries now. You're like, you know what? I I think it would be healthy if I can be two days off, you guys can be two days off. For instance, you know, I'm going to work some evenings, you're going to work some mornings, write those down, the time, who's going to work when, 
because you won't be able to sustain it on your own seven days a week, all day long. It's just not going to happen. You need to have a budget as part of your business plan that is great you guys are working on. You need to have a budget because a budget is going to dictate how you make decisions in this business. You're going to have equipment fail. You're going to receive bills you did not know about, the permits that need to be renewed, um, just all kinds of things. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to run out of, for example, plates because as the restaurant grows, you need to invest money back into the business to expand for a period of time. And that is called growing pains. And that those are good problems to have, but especially money. And that's why budgeting, you're budgeting time, you know, who's going, doing what, which is what I talked about, but money, you need to have a budget for everything so they know the financial commitment going into it, what it's going to be. Now you're like, well, I don't know how to budget this thing. Here is what's going to be. You need to come up with some estimates. Are they going to be perfect? Absolutely not. It's better to, again, think about worst case scenario. What you can do with a budget is this. I know, for example, we're in the pizza business ourselves. There are industry standard data out there for pizzerias. You just Google it, for example, for us. Bakeries, I don't know what category you're going to be in. Maybe you're going to be in a bakery category in the donuts. What are the standards for labor, for food costs, for rent, which I'm going to come up, uh, talk about it in a second here. There are going to be some best practices, standards out there, which are going to be percentages. So you've got to work with that and... You saying the gentleman is good with finances. Also, if you need to borrow money from the bank, they look at those finances and budget as well. But you need to go into it with a budget. It's better to go into it with an imperfect budget than no budget at all, okay? So you need to have a budget going into it. Think about worst case scenario, monies that are gonna be needed this first year for marketing and what have you. Again, a lot of restaurants spend 1% of sales into marketing, for example, some up to three, okay? They're, different ways, but go see what you can do. Come up with a budget. It's critical. Another one is clarity of roles. Who's going to be doing the hiring? Who's going to be doing the firing? Who's going to do the paperwork? You know, there's the paperwork associated with the HR. There is ops, of course. There is production. There is placing the food order. There's, you know, all of those maintenance, bookkeeping. There are many different roles in a restaurant. The more clarity, the better. Clarity is going to come you processing these issues with the couple and talking about it. If you don't know something, write down X, Y, and Z at this time is not clear who's going to take care of this or what have you. But the more you talk about it and slowing down upfront about all of this stuff is that if you rush into it, you're going to be way more stressed later on. You need to clean a mess, okay? But clarity of roles and responsibilities. For example, if you're saying that, you know, you're going to do operations, you need to come up with job descriptions. They already exist out there. Are you going to be like a manager, uh, for example, who's going to be doing the finances, whatever? There are job descriptions out there for these roles. You can look them up on the internet and make sure there's clarity. I personally will tell you operations itself is a beast. If somebody just says, I'm going to help with the marketing, the other one says, I'll do the bookkeeping, you could outsource the bookkeeping. For example, operations is a beast. You need to make sure they help you in some aspects and operations, even if it's two days a week. So you are able to have a life two days a week or even one day a week, whatever you can do, that is critical. Another tip that I have for you is assessing the location. Now you said you're looking into it and as well, I have two videos on the, on this channel about location assessment and profit margin calculation, profit margin calculation based on your rent, based on your fixed cost. Uh, I'm going to have the link down below uh, as well for you. 
the reason it's critical to do a proper location analysis is like I go over like 15 different factors you need to consider is because you can you can change your marketing strategy you can change your a recipe you can change your staff you can change your decor you can change a lot of things in your restaurant location is something you cannot change it is a fixed aspect it's going to be uh, incredibly important now you say you're in Hawaii I'm guessing rents are expensive I really don't know um, I know Hawaii can be expensive so consider all of that do a proper profit margin calculation to see how you can have 10% profit minimum if not more, again, I don't know how you guys are going to be doing this, but do check those two videos I'm going to have in the description for you. Last but not least, you need to set clear goals so when things get difficult, you can remind one another of the vision you have. The reason why you hear a lot of people say, oh, passion is so important in making a business a success, look into what you're passionate about, is that when things get very hard, when you have been working 12 hour days for three months and you've not had a day off and you've not been seeing your family and the profits certainly are not there when it gets very, very difficult and everybody's stressed and the money's tight, what's going to get you through is your passion and your dedication and commitment to making this a success. One of the reasons I mentioned about values up front here is that if you guys have the same values, you will be able to get through difficult times. It's the same thing in a marriage, right? If you have the same values and the same vision for where you want to be with your family, you're able to make your marriage work, right? The good day, you will have good days, you will have bad days. It is going to happen. We're on planet Earth in a marriage or in the business. But again, what's going to get you through is making sure you have the same set of values. You are passionate about the goals you have and where you see the potential of this business be. And you know and you accept that it's going to be hard for a season. But once we get through this, it's going to be much better later on. You can expand and create a better future for yourselves and your families. All right, John, I hope that I was able to give you some things to chew on, some things to think about and how, again, you can make this partnership a success. There are many partnerships that are very successful. So know that it's not absolutely not impossible. And I know you probably have a great product. Hopefully that is the case. Wish I could try it, of course. And uh, if you have any thoughts on this, on partnership, I would always love to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, and if you have any questions you would like me to cover in the future on the show, let me know. Go to our website, www.makingdoshow.com. We have a lot of free resources there as well for you. Go grab those free resources. Subscribe to the show. We have it on the podcast platform as well as on YouTube and on LinkedIn. I would love to connect with you, hear more about how I can help you and serve you in any ways that I can. And until then, let's get back to work and make some dough. Thank you. Bye-bye.